everybody. Welcome back to the Grano Talk Council podcast and Happy New Year. I'm your host, Ace. And I'm McMillian. And today we are back for another year. We're back in 2022. Yeah. Um, but as always, before we get started, if you would like to be a part of the council and join us every week as we discuss all things anime and sometimes manga, then make sure to hit that subscribe button as well as follow us on our social media on Twitter and Instagram so you can stay up, up to date on all things about the council. And with that being said, Council is now in session. Let the meeting begin. <sighs> First breath of the new year. Well, it's been a minute since I talked to you, McMillie. How you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. How you doing, Ace? I'm doing good. Back for <clears throat> the new year. And this, I guess technically this will be our first full year if we make it to the all the way of this year. So excited. Ex- excited for that. Um, but you no, know, it's been a minute since we did a regular episode. We've been putting out our last two episodes were special episodes. Um, so if you had guys have not seen those yet, um, our last two episodes we put out was the SAL Progressive Move Review, as well as a season one retrospective of Jujutsu Kaisen. So go check those out. Mm-hmm. Um, they're live now. Oh, and speaking um, of but, the JJK um, episode, I just want to say something real quick. I do apologize for my audio. As you uh, probably guessed, I was not in my normal location. Uh, for recording, so I was listening to my normal mic. But uh, hopefully this one comes out a lot better. I'm using a, a different type of uh, setup for recording. So. Correct. Um, but the next episode, episode 9, we sh- everybody should be back in their normal spot, so we should be done with um, away recording for a little bit. But mm-hmm. um, anyways, moving on, as we you know, just saying before, it's, it's been a minute since we've done a regular episode, and we got it. <clears throat> we have a lot. Yeah. A lot. Um, so just to let everybody know, episode eight, we're gonna do this a, as a two parter. Part one, we'll be discussing eighty six, episode twenty and twenty one, as well as Mushuko Tensei episode twenty two and twenty three. And for part two, we'll be discussing Demon Slayer, um, episodes two through five, as well as we'll also be talking about um a lot of the reveals that happened at Jump Festa. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, we're going to go ahead and get it started with 86, and I'll just, I'll just let you start off with Nick Millie, so 86, <laughs> it's, been, it's, it's been a minute since we've seen from Shin in the group, so yeah, um, so that's what's going on. Yeah, uh, so as always, spoiler warning, um, goes without saying for these two episodes, but yeah, so episode, uh, what, what was it again? I'm sorry. 20. 20. 20 and 21. So, 20 and 21. So, we're, 20 didn't have much in it, so we're probably not going to talk about the things that happened too much in it, but um, Raiden in 20 finally called Shin out on his fatalist bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> like, telling him, bro, you gotta stop trying to lead the group. Like, we are here to help you out. Stop trying to do this by yourself. It's like you almost want to die. And, yeah. um... I was just glad for the conversation that that happened because I felt like it, it ever since, I mean, they kind of pointed out ever since they kind of got there and ever, ever since they started doing this again, especially with the morphone involved, it seemed like Shannon had been trying to like plunge headfirst into demise. So it was good to see Raiden being like the eldest of the group take up the thing and be like, yo, you are a leader, but like, you understand that we also in this with you so yeah um this episode we definitely got to see 
more of, I guess, I wouldn't necessarily call it a backstory, but I guess you got to get a deeper look into Shin as a person. Yeah. And um, because he was questioning himself a lot and for his reason to live, and not that he wasn't already doing it, but they actually went more deep into it. Because before then, you know, we just all they really didn't talk too much about Shin. We just mm-hmm. got little glimpses of him from here and there, but they kind of went a little deep. And you know, he talked about how he was using Kyria, uh, Frigica's knight, as a way to basically go on and keep living, as yeah, excuse, technically. Yeah, because before it was like, I need to lay my brother to rest, I need to lay my brother to rest, I need to lay my brother to rest. And when he finally did that, it seemed like he, achieved, you know, in the first half of the first of this season, he finally achieved that, like, uh, peace he was looking for Correct. until they had to go back into, you know, battle. And it, it was kind of like a and I mean, we got glimpses of that, like how he get when he fought Kiri. It was kind of like a disregard for safety, almost like he was just like, "I needed this needs to get done." Cause, yeah, because he wanted to die. Yeah, basically. And, and I um and that you know leads into the discussion at the end of this episode with like Frederica, where uh he they we find out that the reason you know he's but he did replace Kiri with his uh the whole thing is because he felt like he wasn't a person fully. He was like all my other all the other all his other friends and all of them have wishes and that's like what made them a person like that's what made them like want to keep living or keep living and like in the pursuit of everything and he was like i don't have that it's almost like he admitted that he was like scared to see what would happen when he didn't have you know like an enemy or a goal to race after and achieve yeah um that was yeah (laughs) (laughs) i didn't expect that that to come out of his mouth like this is i think this is the first time Shin actually opened up, really, and talked about stuff like this. Because, you know, right, like Raiden said, most of the times he would just stay to himself and not really open up or even talk to people. Yeah. Um, like, like, even when, um, who was it? When we get that brief set of them, you know, taking a break from fighting before mm-hmm. uh, Shin fought, before they like, did a final battle in like the first half with Shin's brother and everything, it was still like a. He was more of like a part of the conversations. He was never really leading them. And so it was interesting for him to be like the reason he's like so out of it usually when like the group is all like trying to be like a happy-go-lucky band of friends because every time it happens, he he starts to realize how little of a person he is without combat. Correct. And then another interesting thing, I almost forgot about that happened in this episode. Um, They also touched up on the fact that how... um, the rest of the group of the 86, how they kind of almost technically been using Shin, technically, you know, like, because they mentioned that how they really was just using him as a way to, you know, be their reaper for when when it's all ends, he, they want him to be the one to take him out mm-hmm. and stuff like that. <clears throat> they haven't really bothered to try to get him open up more and stuff like that. It was more of the, like, like I said, it was more of them actually just using him and then I thought they that was interesting that they brought that up yeah I also thought I also thought that was pretty good because I think um it kind of shows like why the the dynamic feels kind of weird for Shins because I think in a way he tries not to get too close to anybody so that when it finally comes time for him to like you know send him off he does yeah. it won't hurt as much but I think um right. a big thing with that especially this season because he keeps going back to eugene's uh, uh plate specifically <sighs> our boy eugene and, and that one must have really got to him because i feel like that that was so eugene was the person who didn't you know he was away from the, he was away from all his, his standard 
group of friends, and then along comes this new guy. He's known him for all of like a what months. a week, oh, yeah, a few months. Yeah. And Eugene kept opening up to Shin, like unapologetically, basically, like trying to be his friend and confidant. And that he and it's like almost immediately that person was snatched away from him. And it was just like, and you can see it really got to him because like the, the letter that his sister wrote him, he kept the the bad the, the the badge of the machine he was in, he kept. And normally he kind of and after. Normally he kind of just puts those away, but that one specifically yeah. had like in a baggie. So it's like this this time around, it seems like stuff is really hitting him hard in that regard. Well, the rest of the little medals and whatnot, they're actually at the memorial. Yeah, they, I, I, I'm just all, saying like he yeah I built from them, but it is he still didn't technically. I mean, I'm not sure where that memorial is, so he may not necessarily had time to go. I put it away and, dry, and put it and put it away. But still, even if he didn't have time to go there, you, may, you might have think he would have left it somewhere else. But no, he yeah, kept it on I believe, personnel. I believe before they did the memorial thing, he kept them at least in his uh, in 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 the mech. I forget what they're called, the Reinslers or something like that. But the before Reinslers, like yeah, he it's kept them in some, his some in the in the original like in his in the original series. Uh, well, the first half of the core. He left it in just in the machine in a box, but this one it seems like he personally like keeps on his person. So it, yeah, it's yeah. obviously Eugene's execution was pretty brutal on him. It kind of brutal for us too. Yeah, God, <laughs> it was brutal. I'm still upset to this day. I didn't do my boy. Still heartbroken. They did not have to do him like that. Yeah, it was okay. it was very disrespectful. It's okay. Yeah, but it's okay. Um. Yeah, other than that, though, uh, I would I don't think there's much else we could probably talk about from that episode because it really felt well, like that one was truly focused on uh, Shin. This, yeah, I say, yeah, no, this episode really was, like you said, truly focused on Shin. The, the only other thing that I guess worth is mentioning in this episode is that they're, um, they're starting their next offensive on the Morpho. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they're going to be trying to do a little diversion, a, two, a two-part attack where they're sending one group of the um, fleet in one direction and the other group in another direction to try and trick the Morpho. And, um, yeah, so they're going to start back fighting him, and which leads us into the next episode directly, episode 21. Um, I'm just going to, before I say anything, I'm just going to say this. I'm tired of the other right. I don't know who, I'm going to have to go look this up. I don't know who the writer of 86 is, whether he or she, y'all need to be stopped. <laughs> hey, they're trying to this out here now. You need to be stopped. I, there's no way you can you keep doing this to us, and we still have two episodes left. There's, there's no way you can keep doing this to us. But um, so, anyways, episode twenty one, <laughs> as we just mentioned, is the fight between the um ADC's group and the Morpho. They they finally caught back up to the Morpho, but before they get to this man. Every step along the way, they're losing a member. To, like, a member is staying behind to be a decoy because they're being chased by the mm-hmm. Legion. Yep. And every time, it's like, we don't know what's <clears> happening <throat> to them. We don't know if they're dead or alive. They just dropping off like flies one by one. And, um, I, I listen, he could have just killed, he, like I said, I don't know who the writer is, he or she. <laughs> they could have just killed them 
in the begin in the first half, at the end of the first half of the court, instead of doing wait till the end and killing them now, I just don't understand why they keep bringing us through because they try this to, emotional trauma because they try to traumatize us. Like <laughs> they get all on it. <laughs> they they start us off with Anju. She fell down the cliff. And then as we're walking away from her, a big explosion's happened. We don't know if she is still alive. Second person that drop off is Theo. Regrettably, we didn't see nothing happen with Theo. We just know that he, you know, he stayed back to be a decoy. But then the third one, Kurina, she stays back. And then because she got the Morpho shoots one of those giant blasts towards her, direction. and then all we get like is her calm cut off or something like that. Yeah, like her thing, yeah. her thing disappears from the radar. From yeah, from the radar. So we so she could be dead. We don't no, know. We don't, we don't know. But wouldn't put it past 80, the writers of eighty six because they done worse. Um, and then the 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 worst one of all, fucking Raiden. I, if anybody's dead, Raiden is possibly yeah. surely, surely, surely yeah. dead. Yeah, I don't know how the audience feels, but I, my money—if they is—if they are cutting off one, it's probably going to be Raiden because not only did he get hit by that first initial blast and had to give up Frederica from his thing, and they put her with Shin and then Fido, he came back, and then I don't—that we don't really get to see what happens when he help, tries to help Shin fight the Morpho, other than like the wings. Converge and try to attack him. We don't ever see his range. I think. Either. Well, no, another. Well, no, we don't. But another one of those big blasts got sent his way too. No, that took, that is what. So, so two things <laughs> almost took him out if he is not dead. But I'm I'm just saying the 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 events that transpired. Raiden is probably gone. No, yeah. <laughs> if 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 they didn't kill, like if they had to kill at least one, my money would be on Raiden. Probably more of them of them is dead because, like I said. These writers, they they don't hold back, but um, like like I would have to agree with you though. My money is definitely on Raiden being being out of there. And if they um, are all alive, I really need an explanation. <laughs> <laughs> yes, especially Raiden's, because like I said, he 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 was the only one where we really physically saw him get fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Like you said, that, if that man is alive, he is a trooper. Yeah, uh, I'll tell you that. Plot, yeah. That's plot. <laughs> I'll tell you that. If that man is alive, he is a trooper. That that That's plot right there. Um, But yeah, tw- uh, this is 21. Yeah, 21, besides that, was probably, it, it was, a, in my opinion, like a pretty good episode because we got to see the final like assault from the Morpho. Because while they were trying to take Frederick, well, they were going after the Morpho, but the Morpho knew and it planned this whole thing. So that Shin and him could have a Shin and Kiria could have a final like encounter, and it almost went or it went bad for Shin. I guess you could say I was about to say it almost went bad, but it did go bad technically. Um, like because Shin went back into that fatalist mindset, threw himself at it, and almost got killed. And if it wasn't for Frederica, he would have died. For sure. Oh. Definitely died. Air quotes. Because yeah. if you've seen the episode, so, you know what happens at the uh, end. Yeah, so I got a question. So, so Frederica played a big part in helping him defeat Kyria. But as well as, we don't know from who, but random <clears throat> scatter shots came from out of nowhere multiple times to shoot at the Morpho when Morpho and Shin was fighting him one-on-one and actually kind of saved him the first time. Who do you think those shots came from? Because the Federacy the only- isn't there. 
I was about to say the only person I can think of, because we've seen it happen before, is our girl, but she has not been seen since halfway through this second half. And at this point, everybody I know and love is dead. <laughs> I don't trust nothing. Um, I don't I don't know. I want because I, I would love to say it's the Republic of Jihad, but they're they were getting ready to attack while this was happening. Correct. And they even mentioned that um how the Republic, the, the Republic, yeah, I mentioned, you know, they was on their way to Sins and other locations, but even if they marched all night, they other still things. wasn't going to technically make it in time. Mm-hmm. So from that, you know, little piece alone, it makes me think that it wasn't them. My my money is on possibly Kurina, maybe. Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't her, maybe Anju, or maybe even all three of them, like um, Anju, Theo, and Corinna. If they survived, they did the thing. Maybe yeah, they, they survived and they came to hell. Possibly. But I don't know. Now, if it's the princess, um, I, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I, if, she made, if, she, if she made it all the way from the Republic to the Gia, first of all, why are you here? First and foremost. Um, second of all, how did you get here? First and foremost. <laughs> but I, I highly doubt it's the princess. I, yeah, I don't... Um, I wouldn't put them past them for her to still be alive. I just don't know if she'd have to, if she was alive. I don't know if she had that capability still. Well, no, well, no, because um, I we yeah we don't know if she's alive because we we don't know what the fuck's been going on in the Republic. Um, we, do, we they even yeah, they we, even mentioned that the Republic has been radio silence as well. So yeah, so which is understandable because they got, the Legion is, yeah the Legion got in there. The Legion they, they running they running through there. So. Yeah, I I am hard pressed, but I I would not be. It would I would put it past like Anju and Theo and uh, Kurina surviving and them coming to help as well. But I just don't know. I wonder what that could have been that they used to do those last moves. But yeah, besides that though, I guess we can uh, talk about Frederica being like the MVP because. Oh. She manipulated uh, Kyria, the Morpho's yeah. uh, brain, basically, into paying attention to only her in the battle, giving Shin a clear, like, plunge, a clear shot at actually, like, getting at his uh, core, his core. And yeah. that was a really... The whole Morpho fight was pretty well animated. That, that, that segment where Shin has to dodge the wings and everything... Uh, to get to the top, that was really well played, and then we got our surprise at the end. But I'll talk about that later. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I'm more surprised that Fido even <clears throat> let Frederica out to even go through I, all that. I'm I'm not only because we've seen Fido disobeys Shin a lot, and uh, even though he's some robot, he does, it obviously seems like Fido cares if. Or, yeah, Fido cares about Shin in a lot of ways. So him yeah. letting Frederica out, I feel like wasn't too out of character, but I'm just wondering, like, how I guess maybe how she convinced Fido to let her out, or if yeah. he just did it. But, um, that was really well executed, I thought, um, especially because we got to see uh, inside Kyrie's head on what he was thinking with yeah. uh like then, it's like final how like his final moments kind of defined the type of uh the type of like ai he was as a career legion because i was just about to bring this back up we touched upon it um 
little bit before, but um, the Legion, I, you know, is a little bit more sentient than we thought and stuff like that. And so it could be like different levels of it, like depending on like how strong your will was to survive, like when you got killed by the Legion or something, depends on like how you, you know, I guess, morph with them. Because I'm pretty sure, like, for, like, maybe more of, like, the small father soldiers or something like that, the people's brains are just acting as, you know, motors and stuff like that. They're probably not mm-hmm. aware of what's going on. But I guess more of the, like I said, more of the people who had, like, a stronger will when they died or something like that, those are the ones who actually kept their consciousness. Yeah, and they, it's, they actually know what's, like, what's going on. It seems stuff. like will slash maybe, I want to say regret, or maybe it's, like, anger. Because, like, one, one theme, especially for, like, Shin's brother and Kira is like the anger they held on to it. Like they're kind of like in the final moments. Like Shin's yeah. brother was like somewhat misplaced anger at his at Shin slash like uh, obviously the Republic and then uh well and and now and Kira's is like I uh the it will be Federacy of Jihad uh, all together because like uh. What was it? He thought they killed they were responsible for uh Frederica's death and when in reality she's was still alive. Yeah. But like it, it definitely I feel like might be how though how those two things can be used as weapons. Cause as we saw, like uh Kiri was ready to destroy everything for the like the sake of Frederica. And then, you know, uh when she came back, he was like, I'm trying I need I still had this desire or need to protect you. And it was enough for of a distraction for him to disregard the fight at all. So correct. Um, see, so yeah, but that's just something uh, I was thinking about. Um, so yeah, so maybe like it's not like I said, it's not like a one to one thing. They, that, they're not necessarily evolving. I think it just depends on uh, upon like the brain and like and who they killed them, and I guess the circumstances of what was going on at their death, depending on. Mm-hmm. If they how they morph with the legions and stuff, and if and if they become like one of those higher sentient legions and stuff like that, yeah, and it just makes um, you think like, what if this is like, what is it? One of their generals or leader? Like this is like, I'm assuming the morpho is pretty high up on the tier list, maybe. Correct. So yeah, who, yeah, who so is no face? <laughs> yeah. So do you think? The legions have a leader, or do you think it's more I, of a, I mean, a, like a group of generals? From from how it's shown, at least with the Morpho, it seems like the Morpho, and by that, I think it might be like they have like a central leader, which is no face. Yeah, well, yeah, like they do have, and, like, yeah, they have a hierarchy, whatnot, we can see. But I, I'm, my question is, do you think there's like somebody at the top of the hierarchy? Like, I'm like this one person calling all the shots, or I think, leader, rather. I probably, I, I'm not sure. At this point, I'm trying to, I think it might be no face, but I don't know. Yeah, because I mean, it could be somebody. Above it no could face be somebody. Though. Yeah, because I was like, technically, it, it, we don't even know, technically know where the Morpho ranks, because there could be scarier things other than the Morpho out there. <laughs> because eighty six, and yeah, because I, I didn't expect a, I didn't expect a train with a with a rail cannon and wings. Yeah, I'm I, I about to say. I will say once I first started this, um, watching this anime, this the Morpho was something I was not expecting I could to not, see. I couldn't have imagined that. So, <laughs> so, so no, it's no telling one if there's someone, if there's a thing or somebody above No Face, and then two, what does No Face look like? Because if you take yeah. orders, if you look like that, if you're a train with a rail cannon, <laughs> and you taking orders from somebody, somebody else. else. 
what does that person look like? <laughs> yeah. And the only other thing I could mention is like, because, you know, they mentioned how the Legion have these, um, what do you call them? The, um, uh, I can't name, I can't remember the name of, but the places where the Legion are built, though, maybe like, factories? yeah, the factories, they like, maybe like, yeah, something like that. Maybe like one of the factories or something, or is it sentient or something like maybe or something mm. like that? I don't know. Like the whole that, building. That would be just a, decked out with weapons and shit. That's a scary thought. <laughs> that's a scary thought. Like imagine, like I can't think, oh, I can't think of the perfect reference. Like it's, it's in my mind, but I can't think of the reference I'm thinking about right now. But like imagine like you basically, like the whole building is a damn legion and they have to like go through and fight the, that fight man. all this shit inside the building and get to the core and shit like that. Oh, like that would be crazy. That, that would be crazy. <laughs> that's, some, that's, some, that's definitely like some kind of uh, end of the story type fight. But yeah. I don't know, like, when thinking of the hierarchy of the 86 is so interesting, because for a long time I just thought they were, like, we, we run on automatic processes, but we have, like, a brain that helps us maneuver Correct. and stuff while we fight. And now I'm like, oh, there's there's orders. There's a hierarchy to this. What the fuck? You know? Yeah, because like, like you said, we just thought they were just mindless robots following old programming and just going and tearing stuff up. But apparently it's Apparently deeper than that. Yeah, y'all. so it's a lot deeper. So at this point, we don't know if they're still following their old. Well, they can't be still. Well, they could still be following their old programming, programming, or if they completely scratched that and came up with a whole new directive slash plan. Like we we don't know the the Legion's true motive for what the hell they're doing. Yeah. Right. Um, and before we touch on the the end of the episode, I do I would like to say, um, the Morpho wings were not for flying. I'm a little <laughs> upset, but kind of happy at the same at the same time. But um, at least they weren't just for show, though. They weren't just art pieces. Yeah, no, they were. I, I, I was uh, telling Aces off camera, but I was while I was watching the episode, I was like, oh, so they're not for fun. They're just for disintegrating things. That's so much better, <laughs> right? <laughs> that's so much better. Because if that motherfucker can fly, that's that's a problem. That, yeah, with, that, problem. with that cannon I mean, was, that the Morpho has, and if it can fly, like that is an issue. <laughs> I mean, the wings that are still the, thing, the wing finding out what the wings could do is also still a problem. But yeah, definitely. Like the the only other thing I can see from legions, like the next step up from legions now is like a fine legion. Now, I, like, I, I think that would be like that. Doesn't that I, I I wouldn't put it past them, especially after um the little excerpt we got from like uh the Federacy's army. Where they were like, oh, the Legion are learning because they were using like airdrop stuff as decoys so they could move their army. Mm-hmm. They were like, mm-hmm. oh, the Legion are, is learning our tactics. I would not put it past me for them to be like, flights. That's the next thing. <laughs> and then, and then I have no idea what's about to happen for the eighty six because that's just that just yeah. sounds like death. But um, yeah. Speaking of death, uh, <laughs> speaking of death, so like like we said, there's uh. There's a potential that all the 86 are gone, and that's because, and you obviously know this, you've seen it, the Morpho, after it died, had to self-destruct. Obviously. Obviously. That Which was is, coming. first of all, that's some bullshit. <laughs> I'm calling bullshit. You know because why the fuck do you have a self-destruct <laughs> sequence? I mean, <laughs> I just don't understand. For me, that was the biggest fuck you, because now, you, you already got all this bullshit. You had a cannon, you got wings that disintegrate things, you got mini guns, all this shit. Why do you? Why? 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 Why do you need a self destruct? Just because it's the final fuck you? Like uh, they pulled a netter on this. Basically, <laughs> um, and at, at this point, and, and uh, Shin got as far as we know is caught up in that blast. Was that dead center from where it looked like it blew up? And so, if while we said Raiden is dead, I'm gonna need if Shin is still alive, 
I'm gonna need an explanation. With a quick cuss in her. He was basically, yeah, yeah, like you say, he was basically, basically, ain't, well, ain't even no basically. He was at the nucleus of the explosion. Yeah. There's no basic in it. The man was at, at the center. The he only, was there. The only people that have a potential, in my eyes, that should be still alive, if at all, would be Andrew, Theo, and uh, Karina. If Raiden and Shin are still alive, I need explanations. And if Frederica's still alive, only because she was close to the blast, I'm wondering if she's going to be hurt. Because she was... She might be She she might be hurt because she was close enough to maybe, like, you know, where the shockwave yeah, could have affected her, affect like her, her or got burned or shrapnel but hit her or something. I, I, I would still be seeing Fido being able to get to her in time, though. So, like, I, I can understand if Frederica is still alive. Yeah, that's she what I'm saying. Directly, but if she, you know, I, she I feel like there. even... That was such a big exposure. I feel like something would have happened to her. Not necessarily killed no, her. I feel, no, I feel you on that. Yeah. But Shin, if, if, if Shin and Raiden are still alive, Hopefully, if they are one, if they are, I need explanations. Two, good, but I just need explanations. You can't just be like, we are, we are, we are cool. Like that, <laughs> that explosion was ridiculously huge. And then not, to, not, uh, not only that, but Ray, as we mentioned right before, Raiden was extremely fucked up. Like there was yeah, no, he was. Like I said, it, 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 really, if anybody's still alive, that man Ray is still alive. I, like you said, I really need explanations on that because he, he is a trooper. And he that man still alive. Them things, but them breeding built out of diamonds, boy. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but all right. So a lot of they left us on the cliffhanger here. Mm-hmm. Eighty six. A long. Everybody could be dead. Some. Everybody could be alive. We don't know. But as we said before, we don't put nothing past the writers of eighty six mm-hmm. at this point. Um. I, like I said, I, I would not be surprised if they were all dead at all. Because especially for the fact that I thought they was all dead at the end of the first court, anyways. So yep, I wouldn't be surprised they're all dead anyways. I'm, um, I would be surprised because A six is showing no qualms of killing off people. <laughs> none, none qualms. So <clears throat> we're just going ahead and break these episodes. We'll just do a joint rating. So for episode twenty and twenty one together, what would you give them together? Which we'll yeah, we'll just give them a joint rating. Eight and a half. Okay. Dude, that's right. Like I, 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 episode twenty. If I did it by, well, we're not doing it. But like episode twenty, I thought it was a really nice character study for Shin. We finally got to see like a little bit more into what he's been feeling slash singing this whole time, like why he acts the way he acts. And then twenty one was a nice execution of like the of a battle that we knew had to come, and then the way it was resolved, I thought was. Wasn't like just a random or anything. Like I, I felt like it had a lot of weight, and the way it happened made sense because, as we, you know, we saw, we know the relationship between Kiri and Fre- uh, Frederica. We knew how that could have played out. Uh, so I liked how they used that to like their advantage in the fight. And then um, Shin having to come to qualms with like uh, doing this all over again, possibly losing his friends, and just having to be like the person that ended it all. I thought was also pretty uh, poetic with everything we saw in the previous episode of Twitch. So I'm going to say like eight and a half. So it was a really strong episode. It's just missing some stuff. I don't know. I can't, I can't place it, but like I didn't feel as engaged in this episode as I was with the uh, with like the initial Morpho fight yeah. and with the whole like Legion Swarm thing. Like those two were like really strong, but like this was a pretty strong Together, these two episodes, I feel like we're pretty strong. Separately, I'm not sure what I'd probably remember, but together, I'd say probably eight and a half. 
Yeah. So I I I agree with you on everything you said. I think you pretty much hit all the topics right on the nail on the head. Um, but I'll give it an eight though. Mm-hmm. Um, just to touch upon the the point that you made, where the whole morph, the okay, so the Morpho versus Shin, I did enjoy it, but like you said, I don't think for whatever reason the little first initial Morpho fight was. I think it was more hype. It had even though if they he didn't even I don't know what it was about it. Like even though it felt like they didn't even do as much in that fight, it was just something <clears> about <throat> that fight though that I think it was hit a little harder. We I think we learned a lot that fight. Like for instance, like one, they, there were two. <laughs> Three, it had wings, and then four, we found out we f- we found out that like there's a hierarchy to these. So there was a lot revealed. I feel like it maybe that first initial fight, and that's why it felt like that. But this one felt, oh, maybe because it was like they decided to cut the, the the, and this you could see this as a mistake or not, but having the eighty six be scattered again didn't feel as enticing because we saw it happen and that's i feel like to me where it kind of like loses some of it because i feel like i think i feel like it would be more interesting to see all of them fight it and then all of them each get taken out one by one by the i was just about to say that yeah i I was just about to say that i think it would have been a lot more interesting if they fought it together instead of it being like a one-on-one between kiri and shin and i think that's probably what my issue lies at it was that it turned into a one-on-one even though i kind of felt like that's where it was leading to yeah which i um, which i don't think is bad but i feel like it should have been like the morpho was the one taking all yeah, of them no, out correct. no because it would not like i said i don't think it was bad i just think it would have been better yeah because it would it would have felt better. more what is the the battle would have felt like it had one more stake and two it would have felt like a much more like relief when it did end up yeah. that, like when it cuz it was it was good to see it destroyed, but I feel like if you had, if it had fought all of them and it was like slowly taking out Raiden, Kiri, uh, Raiden you know, Theo, I think because then on top of that, because like I understand like the one on one between Shin and his brother, you no, know, that was a boss battle. Yeah. But then like, but like this boss battle with the Morpho, it seems like okay, Shin, this ain't one you can really take one on one. And technically, he didn't because he did have a little help from Raiden, and you know, Frederica. like we said, those. In, and, in and, yeah. and then those random shots mm-hmm. that came from out of nowhere. So it, it technically wasn't a one on one, but still, um, I feel like this if this boss battle needed to be like, hey, we got to fight you together yeah. to, in order to, in order to take you down. Well, it had a lot more weight to it. I feel like, yeah. But um, yeah. So moving on from that, but before we move on to the our next episode here, so um, <laughs> eighty six episode. 22 and 23 have been delayed. And delayed is by a strong word. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They don't come back until uh, 22 doesn't come back until March 12th, right? Yeah. And then 23, which is supposedly its last episode, will not be airing until the 19th. 19th. Correct. So, um... Technically, no, ain't no technically. 86 will be on the delay for here on the Grand Otaku Council podcast as well. Mm-hmm. But don't worry, we will cover those last two episodes when they do come out mm-hmm. eventually. But um, I guess, you know, just for those who aren't necessarily keeping up with 86, if you don't hear us talking about it in the recent future, that is why it is because it is on delay. Yeah, it won't come back until the spring of this year, which is quite odd, but hey. You know, we we don't work in the industry, so we have no idea. <laughs> yeah, we uh, don't don't know what's going on, so I can't, you know, n- no, just 
know, stuff happens, so he, this this is what we got to deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, so moving on to last end that we have here for part one, we're moving on to Mushuko Tensei. Gonna be doing episode twenty two and twenty three. End of this. And yeah, um, this is the end of Mushuko Tensei. So um, round of applause because they did a really good job with this second half. Mm-hmm. I think um, they. Uh, I just it it was a lot of stuff I wasn't expecting from Mushoku when I first started watching this show, and just to see the first season complete, I definitely feel like I can put it up there in my tier list. And mm-hmm. just they they did a really good job with this anime. The plot was good, <clears throat> animation is good, the characters are lovable and likable. They 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 did, they did a really good job with this season yeah. and this anime as a whole. Yeah, Mushoku Tensei was definitely has definitely gone down and like. Uh... Don't know where, because as an anime fan, I'm very fickle. South 10. <laughs> but the world building alone is drastically... I, I loved it. Um, and also, as you said, it's, the characters were very lovable, Michael. Um, you know, with the exception of the perversion here and there. But <laughs> not enough but, to ruin the series. No, not... It, I don't... It's not enough because it's not directly this 30-year-old man. It's just the mind of a 30-year-old man. Like, I think this gets a pass because the man was literally reborn again. Like, this just, man came just, out the womb again. Like I said, no. He I, wasn't just, re- I, I, he wasn't just reincarnated. This man came out the oh, womb. No, I, I get, I, no, I get it. I, I've heard this, we've had, I've had this conversation more than just you. So, <laughs> so like, I, I don't, I understand where a lot of people are coming from, but like, the man literally came out the womb again. <laughs> leave, leave this man alone. Like, it's not his fault that he kept his memory, but the man literally came out the womb again. I, I just don't, I don't know what y'all want from him. <laughs> To, I really don't. To be better. Uh, <laughs> but um, I guess to get into the episode conversation, um, this is, yeah, 20, so 22, right? Uh, so Correct. 22 is basically um, the aftermath of the Orsted fight. Um, and to start it off, Ruja and Rudy have kind of a conversation about finally like where Rudy admits that he has been getting help from this man guy this whole time. And it, it I, I thought it was very interesting to see how Rudra just took all that in stride. Like, so when God <laughs> helps you out, that's cool. And then my hair is the reason I'm cursed. Whack. <laughs> like, like, but um, it was good to see, I think Rudra, uh, well, one, Rudy get vindication from Rujit just taking all the things he said in stride and not calling him a fraud because he's like, regardless of if you were getting helped by him, you were the one helping me. And Correct. you should not discount that. And I thought that was a really uh, great way for him to react because Rujit could have gotten mad. Like, he could have been straight You're up right. pissed because you he, he was getting lied to this whole time. And, but he was just like, look, you helped me get rid of my curse. I couldn't have done it without you. Regardless of the man God's help, and Correct. you should I mean, find solace in that. And I was like, you know, I, I was like, that's dope. I, and I agree with Rougier. You know, even though Rudy was getting help from the man God, it was Rudy the one who had to actually go and do the work and you know put the plan into action. So I mean, and, and when you think about it in the grand scheme of things, as a viewer, I mean, the man God only really told him to trust him. He didn't really, Correct. he didn't really say. That you what the what you guys needed to do to get his curse down. He was just like, look, he, he trusts his dude. He's a good dude. Eventually, he'll get his curse down. Curse down. He didn't say what you had to do though. 
So <laughs> I, I felt like that was a really good like point thing for Rudy to kind of like reflect on like the fact that regardless of the fact that he's getting help from this entity, he is still out here putting in this work. Like it is still him Go doing ahead. these things. And I thought that came at a great time because he had just suffered a, a loss as well. Oh, that yeah, that big L should have kept his mouth <laughs> shut. I'm gonna repeat it. But um and it came at a time where like he was questioning everything. So I felt like uh Rudy did a good job of like re-solidifying like Rudy's faith in himself. Um it's just unfortunately that came like right before a sad part, <laughs> which is wild. <laughs> so yes, uh, moving off that conversation, um Rudy finally makes it home. But of course, as we already know this, it is basically no longer there. Um, everything's blowing the smithereens. And um, after he goes back to his old house, and you know, he has a little small little flashback, which confirms that it was his old house, they go to this tree, which I think it was that big tree him and Sifu was hanging out at, maybe? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. They go to this tree, that, and, it over, and I think it's on this small hill that would overlook most of like the small village. And they just see yeah. it, everything is destroyed. I mean, we got and we kind of got a glimpse of that uh, when uh, we got the episode that explained his dad's, um, you know, the, the what his dad had been doing since the modern disaster. Yeah. Uh, oh, why am I blanking on his name, Paul? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, yeah, and like I said, it, such a good start. Like it was like healing and then we're gonna kick you because <laughs> like they get back and it's like man everything's shitty again and then Ruja is like yeah peace y'all <laughs> it's, been, it's been great which which is even more fucked up because like I I figured like because we talked about this earlier you know um what like, like about like what would Ruja do once they got home mm-hmm. and found out that everything was fucked up and everything and so, you know, they get home and they see everything is fucked up. And then, like you said, Ruja is like, all right, y'all, it was good. I fulfilled my part of the obligation. I got y'all home. I'm going. And I was like, well, well damn, Ruja, like, I feel I, like that was the obligation. You are correct. <laughs> but I just felt like we've been through so much together now. That <laughs> he said, no, nah, I did the bare minimum. I'm out. <laughs> I figured that we've done so much, we've been through so much together that at least you'll stay a I, little bit longer. Or something. I really thought he was going to, I, I figured he was going to say goodbye, but I thought it was going to be after they got Eris home. I really thought that. But, but no, my boy was like, you know what? I got y'all. Home. I got you to where you stay, Rudy. So I'm going. <laughs> That's technically the definition like, of your house. So <laughs> I skip that. It, it technically you're right be that it may not be there anymore but that that little pot right there that little area that's where you live destroyed. <laughs> that's where you, you see that rock right there <laughs> that, that's that's you that rock right there that's you yeah, and damn I had such mixed feelings about that scene too because I'm just like damn Richard I, I don't know if you would I feel like this is something your character would do but I also feel like you would have stayed so correct, like I, I, like you said, it's like I'm not mad at him, but at the same time, it's like damn, Rouge, I kind of am mad at you. It's like I'm, it's like I'm half and half. Like damn, Rouge, that's kind of fucked up, but then damn, Rouge, I understand at the same time. Yeah, because now, um, yeah, because now, I mean, they kind of touched on it that like now he has this responsibility of doing the good by himself to get rid of his curse. Like if he keeps doing it, correct. So yeah, it was just it was just so weird because. Like I said, we started off with a pep talk, and then he's like, Peace. <laughs> but um, moving on from that, 
Uh, unless you had, did you have anything more to say about that scene? Oh, I just thought Rougier was better. <laughs> we just thought we all thought he was <laughs> still my dude. <laughs> This is kind of yeah, fucked no. up. <laughs> yeah, no, no, we still rock with Rougier. It's just like you said. I just, I, I just, I just thought at the everything that they done been through. Yeah, that like you said, they would at least wait. He would at least wait until they got Harold's home or something like like God yeah, damn. Yeah, but moving on from that, um, later on in the episode, uh, we get uh, Rudy and Eris returning back to uh, Eris's homeland. I forget the name. Um, I forget it. Yeah, well. so we'll probably play it in post, like a picture or something. But like, they get make it back, and we see that uh, apparently this the kingdom has is gone or mostly destroyed. It seems like, but there's a refugee camp outside of it uh, where people are gathering, and we finally get uh, a reunion between Eris and Ghislaine, as well as apparently Eris's family attendee, like one of their attendees or somebody that works in the court, and we finally. Uh, Get the scene where Eris receives news about what happened to her family, and we thought. And if you watch, I'm pretty sure most of us assumed that it was just her grandfather that was killed. But it turns out that it was her grandfather, her mother, and her father. Just basically, all, her whole family. all got wiped, which is kind of fucked up. Kind of. Um, <laughs> it, it just came. It, it came out of left field. Yeah. Like I said, we just we because we, we knew her granddad was all yeah, there, so you know, that, that that was fine. We just thought that her parents was just somewhere lost, but then they, he came over, walked in. Nope, it's been confirmed by Ghislaine here. Um, they're dead. I'm like, well, damn. Um, okay. Yeah. And what do we go from here? And this whole while, Rudy is like, man, what, 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 like, what the, like, is there anything we can do? Is there something like I can, like, try and make it? He's like trying to figure this all out. And, um, it's it's what sucks is it's like such a powerful character as well as like Ares, we got to see Ares grow so much this season and then to just be beaten down like that and then not only that but after mentioning all this Ares's family's attendee is like hey but um there's this guy wants to marry you really powerful if you do this we can get our land back to the way it used to be and I'm just like so you want to sell her and Rudy Rudy same thing he's like hold on now you can't just do that Ares is like shut up Shut up. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> and she basically well at this point we technically don't know if she made up her mind to do that because by the end of the episode it's kind of murky on like what exactly she decided. But she uh asked everyone to leave, get out of the tent, and we see Eris kind of just break down. And like mm-hmm. I said before, that's kinda of, it's so shitty because you get to see her build herself up to be like great, this like she's been training with Rugier, the, the war that outmatched, like outclassed her in every way. She's took she took on her own student, like she really bossed up in a lot of ways. She even became more like emotionally communicative because she was able to express her care for Rudy and Rugier and all this stuff. And now we get, yeah. now we see her at her lowest. Yeah, I mean, then you know, this also you know comes back to what we mentioned, you know, the good writing of Michelle because we we already knew that the city was basically fucking gone and that her granddad was dead. So like saying that, like we, we they hit us with Gislaine being alive. We're like, oh, okay, that's good news. Gislaine is still you know kicking it. I didn't think she was dead because if you gonna kill Gislaine, she you know she gonna go down swinging. Yeah. <laughs> um, if only thing I see killing Gislaine is something like an Orsted encounter, some shit like that. Mm-hmm. But um. So I, you know, I wasn't really worried about Gislaine unless something really just crazy happened to her. 
But then, you know, we got the good news that Ghislaine is still safe, and then they just hit us with this left hook out of nowhere that Eris' family is just dead. gone. Yeah, and it's so, they just dead. And it's so interesting because it's like, we were prepared for her, for her grand. We, we figured bad stuff had probably happened to her dad because her granddad died, and it looked like it looked like it was someone, you know, the people, the uh, corrupt people of the Grey Rat family that they mentioned before they did. So we got confirmation on that. And so it was like, oh, audience, you are now prepared for this gut punch that's coming later. And then there was a like, nope, psych, everybody, and, your, and and this character that you probably fell in love with is about to be sold into slavery. So deal with that. And I was just like, I wouldn't call it slavery, but I feel you. <laughs> I mean, there's another word for it. I just it, it's a very strong <laughs> slavery was a very strong word. I but mean, <laughs> I feel she is technically well. They use concubine, which is technically like a sex slave, but I, that's why I was like, ah, <laughs> 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 uh, but but yeah, and it, yeah, they just come out with this love hook out of nowhere because like we we thought you know as viewers that we was already prepared for everything that was going to come every way. And, you know, here the writers come. You thought you was prepared, but you, you wasn't. Mm, you thought you was about to get a happy ending. Psych. Psych. Basically. And um, here we are with that. And then, um, I wasn't going to touch up on it, but Billy wanted to touch look, up okay, on so it. Okay, so we're not going <laughs> to, look, I'm not going to go into anything. I'm not about to describe nothing because it was gross, all right? It was gross. But if you, see, if you saw this episode, which you should have before watching this anime, <laughs> And if you haven't seen this episode, trigger warning, probably at the end, because, yeah. It is probably Eris's low point, because no, I'm pretty sure no one wanted what happened to happen. Or maybe you did, but you definitely didn't want it to happen like this, because that was definitely like a, a shit's gone left. So let's... Before you continue, but before you continue, I, I, I will say this. At all the times, I thought Rudy was going to be the strong, young-minded young man we needed. Here he go. Goddamn! Oh, fallen! <laughs> oh my god! Okay, so yeah, I was about to touch up on that. So like, like I said, I'm not about to describe what happens. You can use your imagination, but stuff. People are down bad. I'm gonna just say that. <laughs> Eris has a total like. I, I get why her character did it. I just was like, this feels disgusting. Because I was like, this is. You probably don't know what's about to happen after this, and this is probably something you technically do want, but. This is probably not the way you wanted it to happen at all. It was just really bad. And then Rudy, my guy, I can't talk to you personally because you are not a real person. But what the? F- How did that get you to do it? <laughs> like, oh, like shit. of all the things, like that, that quote. Yeah, but. Yeah, but like when she pulled out that phrase, and I was like, "Hey, Rudy, you better not." I was like, "You and better fucking just any of the fucking animators." Shame on y'all for slowing down time. I don't want to spend any more time I, with that. I was like, "Rudy, you better fucking not." And then here he go. I'm like, "God damn it, Rudy. I, was, I can't." If it, out of all the things that she could have said, Rudy, you let yeah, that get he you. Said you let that. That one get you because he was really trying to be responsible. And then that shit, I, I'm just mad because that was cringe as fuck. One. And two, really? <laughs> okay, that's it. That's that was that was my soapbox moment because God, I, I don't have a problem. I, I don't have a, like I understand where it came from. I get that, and so it technically makes sense with the story and what the characters. It's just oh, that However, was that was disgusting. However, that was just it was just nasty. And, it was very cringe. Oh, like I, 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 it, it didn't even I. 
like I said, it's just a phrase that really what his man fell apart at. And I'm just like, come on, I cannot. I just can't believe you failed. Yeah, exactly. I really I, can't believe you just failed. Uh, that. But you know what, Rudy? You know what? You, you you're a version. <laughs> you know, you you got reincarnated to the whole this new world at the same time, and then you've been wanting to do this for the longest. But still, I just didn't think you was gonna fold at that phrase. But here we are. Tip me out too. Here we are. That was dumb. Why? Why? Are we- <laughs> but he, but here we here are. Here we are. Um, um so <laughs> with that said <laughs> no. with that said after that ha- after that happened again not going to say what it was you know um Rudy is left by himself uh with a note yeah so uh, also would like to mention we move on to episode 23 now oh well technically this is still i believe in the end of episode 22 no sir is it no sir cuz i no, thought sir. he had like immediately after he gets up and he's like, no, sir. goes back in, he tries to wake her up, and he notices she's not there, and her hair is on the floor. I, at least I can't, I, I don't think, I think. Okay, so I, I don't, we're probably in limbo there. between, we'll just say we're in limbo between 22 and 23. But, um, yeah, basically Rudy finds out after the debauchery that he uh, is left alone. Uh, Eris, uh left, we don't know what she's doing, because in the note she doesn't describe it. She just says, I've gone, I'm not, I'm not telling you where. I've gone. I just know Ghislaine is with me, and that's it. And now Rudy is, as we go into episode 23, in a state of obvious depression. He's not doing anything. Not shit. Like, they're trying to make him... Like, I think, uh, what was it? Eris's family... Uh, the guy who was, like, an attendant of Eris's family... Was was, attending, yeah. yeah, is trying to make Rudy use his magic to help rebuild the city, and, and he's just not having any of it. He's he, he obviously out of it. So, yeah. After... And he and he's ha- stuck having nightmares about his family and Orsted coming to kill him, and it's just really bad. It's it's not good at all. Yeah, so he 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 down bad right now. Like I didn't expect us to lose both Rougier and Eris within an episode span, but um, here we are. Um, so you know, boy Rudy's left by himself now, and he is down bad. But luckily. He, he he was able to talk himself through it out of his little deep depression, mm-hmm. which is not normally the case. You know, sometimes it, it's hard to talk yourself out of depression. Sometimes you need help from other people to help you get yeah, out of and, that, you know, that slump. Yes, and Rudy's no exception because throughout the series, we see how Eris and Rujir normally help him move past, or like the man god, move past something that's been, you know, uh, that, that ate away at so it was nice Correct. to see that he kind of was the person that helped him move forward. But we, uh, in between that, though, we also get scenes of like, so while he doesn't know where Eris is, we got to see a scene of Eris and Ghislaine somewhere. Not sure. We don't know. It's like, but I'm assuming it's like still within the same country as where they left. It doesn't seem like they've gone too far. Where uh, Eris is explaining how even though Rudy was so strong, he still lost to Orsted, and I couldn't do anything. She felt powerless, and basically she's telling Ghislaine, I want to become stronger so I can protect the one Which I love. Rudy. Makes sense. Like, when when she even, like, when she left, I already knew what was the reason. Like, you, I've, I've watched enough anime. You're not finna fool me, Eric. So I already yeah, know what's going basically. down. Um, <laughs> I already know what's going down. Like you said, she, you felt bad because you come, the one time where Rudy actually needed help, you couldn't do anything to help him. Um, so, which, like, true anime fashion, what are you going to do about it? You're going to go on an adventure, a solo adventure to get stronger. Yeah, training arc. Basically. Um, the, the, not going to fool me. It's hard to move. It's going to go down. 
Um, but it, it, it will be good. It will be good because I think if anybody can teach her more stuff, it will be Gislaine. Mm-hmm. Since that one, that was her original sword master, so she can still pick up, you know, more more of the techniques that Gislaine hasn't taught her yet because because you know she wasn't of that level per, per right, se. Right, I mean, Gislaine so, is you know, still the sword king, so correct. So you know, Gislaine can actually teach her more stuff now because Ares is actually more skilled now, and so she can learn a lot more from her master now, as well as you know. Just being on this adventure without Rudy will also help her grow up as well because, you know, mm-hmm. as we said before, Rudy, like she like she said herself, you know, Rudy was really the one who was mainly doing everything. You know, he was really protecting her the whole time, and like you know, the one time he needed protection, she couldn't do nothing about yep. it. And so, you know, here we are training art. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm very interested to see. I guess because, uh, as we know, uh, or or if you did not know, but you got greenlit for two seasons, so. Season two yeah, and three. I didn't know that. Two, season so two and three are coming um, eventually. So lit. I'm waiting to see. If we do see season two this year, it'll definitely be towards the end of this yeah, year. Yeah, if it is. But I'm not expecting to see it this year. No, no, I, I wouldn't don't. be surprised if we don't get it till, till 2023. But if we do see it, it won't be till the end of yeah, this year. It's not coming out till probably fall of this year, if anything. Like if, it, if it's coming out at all. If it's coming out at all this year. Because, yeah, uh, yeah I. Pretty sure they're gonna take their time on this, and also I'm wondering, uh, like I said, with the whole training art thing, because it also seems like, well, we go, we'll get to what Rudy's going to be doing at the end of the season later, or well, at the end of, at the end of this uh, of season one later. But everything seems to be leading up to possibly a time skip. That's what I feel like, you know, right, yeah. with the training, right, that's, that's, you know, that, with the training art, like. it feels like we're going to get a time skip coming soon. That's what it's <clears> looking like. Well. Well, no, we can go ahead and touch upon this real quick because most of the the rest of the topics are stuff that happened after at the end of the episode. Towards the end of the episode, yeah. so, so like, like so, let me say, Rudy like, pulls himself out of this depression. Oh well, I'll let Ace do it. Yeah, well, no, like you like he was just mentioning, um, Rudy pulls himself out of his depression, and basically, what was the catalyst was um, his mother. He was having memories of his mother and how she he felt the love from his mother and he most memories of, you know, just enjoying his time with his mother and stuff like that. And he was like, um, he, and, cause on top of this flashbacks, where he was having it with his mother, he was also having flashbacks when he was in his other life and stuff that was going on in that time frame and how he didn't reach out to the people that was trying to reach out to him and actually help him get out of that, his depression from when he was in his other life. Mm-hmm. And so that also helped him come into, come out of it. Cause he was like, you know, I can't, go back through this again you know i actually have people here i had people who loved me then but i didn't let them love me and i also have people who love me now so i'm not gonna i'm then not gonna you know, up, yeah. miss on this chance again i'm not gonna mess this up again so he pulled and so he's like you know what i got i have to go find my you know mother i'm glad uh you brought that up because now i'm remembering the fact that like when he did that there was like kind of a thing of like the old him finally like disappearing Making it seem Correct. like, uh, which made it, which makes it seem like he's he's no longer going to focus on that part of himself anymore. It seems like he might fully be entrenched in uh, his life as Rudy's. Yeah. Okay, you had cut out a little bit there. Oh, I was saying like, so just just, just I was saying, yeah, but uh, I just repeat what you said. Yeah, right? I was saying, um, it seemed like at that moment when like the older him disappeared, that there was mm-hmm. kind of like a symbolic thing saying like, I am fully entrenched in who I am now and not no longer like. The person I was before, yeah, and I thought, and I think that's a really right. prevalent to notice because I'm wondering if that if that means we're no longer going to see 
uh, old Rudy anymore. Even like, but that's a good point. because you know, uh, and it makes me think now that you know the state that he sees him in himself in when he goes to the manga thing. That could be just what he perceives of himself still in his mind. But if he's letting Correct. that go, he might next time he has a meeting with the manga, he might just see himself as Rudy. As Rudy, yeah, and that you might be onto something with that. I didn't even think about that. Um, but that could be the case, like you say. You know, he's letting he's letting his old self go because that's basically what they symbolize with the um, with the flashbacks and the whole true little transitions they was doing. Because like as he was stepping out the little tent that he was in, you also they also played a scene where he was opening the door to his apartment door, and like you say, you know, as he was stepping through, you know, saw the bright light and like his body like faded away mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, um, and that it could that could have been a symbol of him as like you know like yes, I'm also gonna do what my old, the old me didn't do, but I'm also leaving the old me in the past as well. I didn't think about it like that. Yeah, I, I mean, um, I'm just saying, like, Mushuga has done stuff like, uh, symbolic stuff like that before, so I just felt like that, yeah. that would, that might lead to other ramifications down the line if we ever see him have a meeting with the man god again, which we probably will. It's just that I feel like we're, we might not see previous life Rudy anymore. We might just see Correct. what he is now, because he's probably no. fully entrenched. Correct. That's a good point. I'm glad you brought that up. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, so yeah, that basically, you know, what happens? He pulls some self, you know, goes through that whole <laughs> dialogue with himself, and like, like, I mean, Millen just said, kind of basically just leaving old stuff in the past, and um, not wanting to make the same mistakes again. And now he's gonna go off on an adventure to go find his mother. And so we find out from Roxy, because Roxy's on the demon continent still, as you all know, and she has met up with the demon emperor, and she <laughs> asked the demon emperor, you know, where, what was going on with um, Paula's family. Yeah, because she... So we found out that... Well, yeah, I was just going to say, like, the reasoning, I mean, technically, if you've seen it, but she, the demon emperor got into another difficult spot, Roxy helped her out, and now she gets a wish, but she doesn't ask for an eye, she asks for information. Which I thought she was gonna get a demon. Eye, I did too. I was, like, I, was like, oh. I was like, "Damn! If Roxy gets the demon out too, this shit's gonna be lit." I was say, "Oh shit, <laughs> demon, demon eye, uh, student and master. Let's see what like that's gonna be like." But yeah, I think I, I think that uh, the subversion of that was also just as good though. Like the psych out, like you thought, but here's something as uh, as equally as important. Yeah. So she gave. So we got some important information from the demon emperor here. Um, so we found out that Aisha and her mom have reunited with Rudy's dad back in um, Millis. Millis, 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 Millis. Thank you. Reunited back with um, them and Millis, so they're in good hands now. They're safe and sound now. They're found. They're safe. We can close that chapter. Book the chapter out. You know, that's the resolution we got. We already knew it was heading back to him, but it's, it was good that we got yeah. the visual re- representation that they actually made it there. So we can close that chapter out. And we also got a hint to where Rudy's mom is located. And I am not going to say this <laughs> because I think I'm going to butcher the fuck out of this name. But she's on another continent we have not seen yet in a labyrinth city. I'm going to put the name, the title up now on the screen. I'm not going to I really don't want to butcher this name. So I'm just not going to even try to say it. But um, so, yeah, she's stuck in some labyrinth city. And to me, I don't know about anybody else. But to me, at least that last shot that the de- that the demon emperor was seeing, kind of looked like a little crystallized dragon, 
to me just a little bit um from what i remember because it's been a little bit really much it does you couldn't really make it out but that's just i think that's just, that, that's from at least what i saw in interpreted it, it could just because we had this whole bout with orsted just a few episodes ago but i would not be surprised if orsted is involved with this as well in the history mm-hmm. um so if that is the case then we kind of knew there was going to be another Orsted encounter somewhere in the future anyways, but it might be a little bit more quicker than we all thought. Yeah. I'm wondering if there was a crystallized dragon. Yeah, and now that, now that we know where she is and we know who's going to be after, I'm wondering like how long it's going to take for, for Rudy and Roxy finally have their reunion. Because as we know, they kept missing each other before. Well, so... I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure that's where they're gonna have the reunion point because now Roxy knows where she's at, so she's gonna head there. Mm-hmm. And Rudy's still um, figure, so trying to figure th- it out. That's already a given. Now it's just yeah. Now the question is, how does Rudy figure out where she is, and then how does he gonna get there? We already know Roxy has the information that she's gonna go because that's the mission she's on right now is to find Paul's families, and that's the only one that's need <laughs> left to be finding. So we already know she's heading there. So that's a that's a no question. Now it's just. The question of how is Rudy going to find out where his mother is and then how is he, you know, going to get there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that's the big clip. That's one of the cliffhangers they left us on is they left us on with, you know, Rudy's by himself now. He's going, he's going on a solo adventure to go find his mother. And we have been teased about where his mother is located at currently. Yeah. This- um, and then the last, mm-hmm. the little closing out teaser for season one of the show. I'll let you, I'll let you have So our girl is back for all of like 30 seconds. <laughs> That's right. You guessed it. Sylvie has made an appearance, but it looks like something has happened to her, possibly due to the mana disaster. She looked her hair. She looks to one her. She looks a lot taller, obviously. And then two, her hair is now shock white or gray, which could be a lot of different things. But in the scene um, that she's revealed in, she's talking to it seems like the head of the magic school that Rudy was trying to get them into in the begin and the whole beginning of the season. And she's pleading with them to, or well, not pleading, but making a case for them to admit Rudy into the college. So I think when we start up Correct. back with season two, there's going to be two things that need to be answered. Obviously, you know, finding, uh, finding Rudy's mom and then the whole uh, magic school thing, what that's going to look like as far as like one, how does Rudy get there? Uh, will he be reunited with Sylvie? Will he even like, recognize her with everything that's changed? Why is Sylvie at the college already? Because that was a surprise. Like we knew, yeah. we we knew that from like the last episode. We forgot to mention, but um, there was a board that had like all the people that were missing, and then if they were found or like deceased, and Sylvie's name was marked off as found, but it didn't say whether she was dead or not. And now we know that where she is, but we don't know necessarily like if that's ex- exactly exactly where she was teleported or something else might have happened. Um, Correct. So I I think if it was a she either could have been teleported like to the area near the school, and like maybe like one of the people that attended the school like found her or something and just decided to bring her in because I don't think that. I mean, the whole plot of the reason why Rudy was even away at the first place because he was going to get money to, so, yeah, they so they could, could attend the school. school. Yeah. 
So I don't think we. So from that, we know she didn't have the money to attend the school already. So I think it's more along more along the lines of after the Mena disaster happened, she was teleported. I think somebody from the yeah, school. Yeah, I, I was. Um, not, not necessarily tempo, teleported to the school, but maybe somewhere in the area. And, yeah, you know, somebody from I'm, the school found her. I'm thinking. I'm thinking basically the same thing that maybe she was teleported somewhere near the school. Something might have happened where she had to use her. You know, where she had to use magic. And as we know, she is another person that can use. Voiceless or speechless magic. Incantations. Like incantations. Thank you. And then another thing I wanted to bring up about that is they mentioned so when she when Sifu was making her case for Rudy, they shoot the, the higher ups who would men, mention was like, you know, a boy that can use incantations magic, yeah. magic or whatnot. And a water mage at that, King Class not yeah, King King Class, is he? King I think Class so. I think. That's what it is. Yeah, because he mastered um, he got to Roxy I believe Roxy said when yeah. he did that spell she you had reached the same level as her, and they're both, and, yeah. and they're both, and she's king class. So I'm assuming he's also, yeah. And so, and they was just dumbfounded by that, and it was like, you know, this can't be. And this brings up my question: is so, if they think it's impossible for Rudy to be doing incantations magic, does that mean that Sylphie hasn't showed them that she can do it as well? She said, well, one of the things she brought up in her thing was that he is my teacher, and the person I admire the most, and. It seemed like she had mentioned, so I don't know. I, that's a good question because I, I I thought at first it was obvious because she said, "Oh, he's my teacher. He taught me how to do it." But that doesn't necessarily mean that she's shown that she can do it as well. That's a good point. But I'm thinking, but my my theory was the reason she got let into the school is that she show she might have saved someone with incantation of this magic who works there, and they were like, "You gotta go here. <laughs> you there's no way you can't go here." And be and it, then yeah. that's what kind of where we like pick up off where she's like I can't go be here myself. I would also like for Rudy to be accepted here because obviously you know teacher person I admire the most. And one it was his it was his thing that inspired her to probably want to practice. It was him who inspired her want to practice magic, and then also him that made her want to go there as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, it's a lot. Season two is coming with a lot of heat. <laughs> of like stuff that <laughs> of stuff that needs to be answered and resolved because I'm very interested to see one if we'll get of like what we'll start off at will we start off with them finding well at least I do what I'd say is that my, my theory of that Sylvie has been practicing her magic is technically yeah, correct yeah, definitely. if she's in the magic school she's definitely been learning more about magic yeah, so yeah um, so she could, like I said, she could be almost on par with Rudy if, not, if she yeah. actually been, if not stronger, doing you no know, keeping up with her incantations, magic, and stuff like that. She could be on par with Rudy. Yeah, definitely. Um, so it's it's gonna be interesting to see. Definitely when they link back up, and I think they should do a little a little small spar when um, they link back up. I think that'll be <laughs> that fun. would that would be nice if that's what happened. I'm wondering if we'll because you know with the Roxy episodes we got to see a little bit of Roxy. I'm wondering would they. If they might start next season with Sylphie's story leading up to showing how she got at the school, maybe or at least somewhere in the second season, I feel like they might they right. might touch I, on. Yeah, because like you said, I think is we're definitely going to get a time skip here sooner or later, somewhere yeah. maybe. Um, it just really depends because they, it, it could be a time skip it could not be a time skip but it is definitely given implications that we might have a little small time I'm skip just saying Eris mentioned training arc I just feel like no, you, you that's going to lead to a time skip and then also we don't know how long it's going to take for Rudy to get Rudy and Eris or in, sorry Rudy and Roxy to get to the continent that they need to go to 
So Correct. I feel like either A, it's going to be a time skip or the episodes of Rudy and Roxy traveling to that constant might be covered by like, what what's Sylphie doing during the mono, like, you know, after the mono disaster, they might touch on that because people are going to want to know those answers anyway. So I feel like I mean, yeah, I think they're going to have to touch on that somewhere, somewhere. somewhere in season two, whether it be the beginning, middle or like in, we get, we're probably going to get, you know, to see Sylphie, uh, what led her to be where she is right now. At the end of the season, but um, yeah, that's all. Right. That, that's that's really all I got to say is for like the end of uh, eighty six. I mean, in yeah, eighty six, um, Mashuko. Before we get to uh, the rating of it, you got anything yeah. else? Um, n- no, it's just I, at this point, I just really I I knew something had to going on with Sylvie, but I just didn't imagine. Like I said, another plot twist. Who would have thought that Sylvie was already the at school. the magic school now? So, like, like I said, it already proves my first theory that she definitely been practicing with her magic, and I just cannot wait to see all the stuff that she has learned so far. Mm-hmm. And it's, I, I, just, I just can't wait because then, like, also, like you said, is Rudy even gonna be remember Sylphie when he first see? I'm pretty sure he's not gonna remember her off the first glimpse, or he might remember her first glimpse because you already know how Rudy get down. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> you might, he might remember her off the first glimpse. So, ain't, ain't no telling. How this man get down, but um, also how we, how I guess how is this love triangle gonna work out? Maybe technically gonna work out, or even if because we don't know if Sylphie technically loves Rudy or not. We know he, she has a level of admiration for him. I am pretty sure she does. Like oh, yeah. sure. So that that might that that also might cause some drama. I don't know. I, it'll be yeah. very interesting to see what all leads up or what how much of season two because I feel like with House, I don't. Well, granted, it's not. It was pretty talked about, so I feel like it's pretty successful. If it's pretty successful here, it's probably pretty popular in Japan as well. So I guess like with all the success of it, I wonder how much, uh, how many episodes we'll get like next season if they'll do the standard twenty four. If we'll get something more, I, I would hope they just do another standard twenty four because I mean there's still, I mean uh, chapters of the light novel are still coming out as we speak. So. Oh no, 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 light no, no light novel's done. Manga's still coming out. Oh, oh, oh the the light novel's done. I thought it was so. Wait, no, is the anime based off the manga or the light novel? Light novel. No, okay. the manga, the manga, the uh, the technical, yeah, it's based off the source material. The manga is also based off the light novel, so it's just, it's just that you know they, you know, instead of just writing words, they got to do the drawings too. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh wait, no, yeah, no, and you, you are correct. I forgot this. You just remind me about the difference between light novels and mangas, and I think, mm-hmm. sir. Um, okay, but no, yeah. So like you said, the, the, the source material is done, so they don't necessarily have to wait. For the manga to get to a certain spot because the manga is not yeah. writing the source material mm-hmm. is just technically adapting the source material as well. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, so I guess we could do the same thing for this. We we'll just do a joint rating, um, episode twenty two and twenty three. We would just give. See, part of me is like, man, this is low. This this is lower because it made me sad. But that's um, uh, mm, mm, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard because it was I, okay. So, I'll let you go first. If so you feel why, like you have a definite. yeah. So why you ponder? Yeah. So why you ponder? I think I have to at least give it a solid eight. Um, they left us on a lot of cliffhangers here for this last season. You know, we got the we got the reintroduction to Sylphie at the magic school is that so that's a bonus on top of that. They dropped us with a hint of where Rudy's mother is. 
And then on top of this, Rudy is now by himself. So what is the implication of Rudy being on a solo adventure going to unfold? Is Rudy going to pick up more learning his sword skills now to help better defend himself? Because, you know, he's not good at close-range combat and stuff. You know, Ares and Rugier took care of that for him, but he's not with them anymore. So so is he going to maybe you know pick up his sword skills a little bit more now? Um, like I said, you know, to counteract for the fact that he doesn't have Rugier and Ezra no more, or or is he just going to take another step in his magic, which he's going to do anyways, but to a leap at the point where he doesn't have to worry about close range combat anymore because he can have he got magic that can like, whatever magic he's online, he's just going to take care of that. And um, so it's going to definitely be interesting to see that as well. Um, and then just like I said, how how are they going to get to the continent as well? Like you mentioned, because we know Roxy's know where Roxy Roxy has the information. Mm-hmm. We know she's going to go there. But how's Rudy going to find out? Yeah. And then on top of the house, he's going to get there. So they left us on a lot of cliffhangers. And then they also close, you know, a lot of stuff up. You know what I mean? Rugier, you know, brought them home. And now he's going on his mission to clear, clear his name yeah. solo now. Um, Aisha and her dad, Aisha and her mother met up with Rudy's dad. So that's another chapter closed. They're, they they home safe and sound, you know? Like, they, we didn't just get a lot of cliffhangers. We also got some resolutions to some story as well, so... Yeah, uh, and then Ares training arc. So I mean, yeah. Um, with that, I think I'm gonna just do one more higher. I really think I'm gonna give it a nine, only because as you said, they okay. gave, they left, they wrapped up a lot in a really nice way. Um, the series as a whole was pretty good. Uh, <clears throat> in terms of like, it, it wasn't exactly the perfect ending, but I felt like there. At, it's not the end of the whole thing. So there's no way to really wrap this up 100% cleanly. But I think what they left us with, like you said, enough things to look forward to as well as giving us enough to like look back on as like look at all that was accomplished so far. But we still have so much more. Um, in that right. regard, I feel like, like you said, like, no. that, that as a whole was like a nine. Um, even with the cringe-worthy right. stuff that happened the last <laughs> episode. So, well, yeah. Um, that's our ratings. As Millian said, Mr. Kotense has already been greenlit for season two and a season three. And for whatever reason, if you have not started watching this anime yet, please do yourself a favor and go start this anime and, series. Um, and if you are and somehow uh, watching this podcast, good on you for having good taste. Uh, but yeah, watch as he was saying, as Ace was saying, watch it. And I also would probably encourage your friend, especially if they like fantasy, to watch it. This is probably one of the best like fantasy stories I've seen read, watched, you know. I haven't read any of it, by the way. I was just saying like read because subtitles. But <laughs> yeah. But um yeah, so this will be the last episode here that we're doing for Mushoko for the time being. Um it's officially out of the lineup for the time being. As well as technically eighty six is Technically, I've been thawing up for the time being until March, but we will cover that when it comes back. So this is the end of part one. Um, definitely be on the lookout for part two. We'll definitely be coming out this weekend. This part one should be releasing um, this Wednesday. If you're watching this and listening to this currently, it should be releasing this Wednesday. And we plan. I plan on having part two ready by Saturday as well, this Saturday mm-hmm. as well. So definitely look on the lookout for that. But um, why don't you go take us on out here, Billy? All right, guys, as always. Um... Thank you for attending. Please do follow us on our social media, on Twitter at the Gurren Otakus and on Instagram at Gurren Otaku Council for all of our news, basically, because we will be anou- we'll probably be announcing the animes that we're doing for the winter of uh, this year 
on there as but we might also mention in a video but most likely we'll mention it on our social media first most definitely yeah. we'll mention on social media um also if, like i said if you uh, like listening to us consider giving us a follow or subscribe depending on what you're watching so listen to us on um and also if you got like you know anything to say about the episodes we cover please leave a comment we love engaging so um without that said meeting a journey guys peace for some- yeah,